If you are struggling with trying to get to that place where you want to be in life and you're just not making the progress you want, this topic today may be exactly what's holding you back. In fact, I would say it's one of the top one top one, top two or three things that hold people back. That's the case for me, and I see it with others around me, people I love and care about, and uh, maybe that's what it is for you. You're going to absolutely love this. The best thing is you can change it instantly. In fact, by the time this episode is over, you can change what we're going to talk about today. All right, let's jump into it. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Monday. This podcast is about success for failures. Failures like me who grew up in a world that valued conformity over creativity. People like me who have been made to feel like failures in the corporate structured world of education and the cubicle littered world of business. This podcast is a misfits guide to discovering, pursuing, and achieving our infinite creative purpose. So welcome home. Let's change the world around us by changing the world within us. All right, we're going to jump into this. First, I want to make you aware of something that's coming up. I'm going to be in San Diego at the end of October for an event called Thrive Make Money Matter. It is a phenomenal event. I went, I'm actually co-organizing it. I went last year in Vegas. This year is going to be bigger and bigger better in San Diego, my hometown. So I'm looking forward to that. I'd like to invite you to come along with me. We're going to have Jack Canfield speaking. In fact, today's episode, I'm pulling from Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. And we're also going to have John Asraf there. We're going to have J.J. Virgin speaking. We're going to have James Altucher speaking. It is going to be an amazing event. I mean, so far we've got 16 people coming in to speak, world-class change agents, leaders who are going to teach how to not only increase your profits in your business or in your career, but then this is the key. This is what makes this different. But then we're going to look at how to put purpose into those profits so you can make money matter. The event is called Thrive Make Money Matter. You can find out information. I'm going to give you a promo code. Since I'm a co-organizer on this, I have an opportunity to give you a nice 25% discount if you go to attendthrive.com and use the promo code Desmond, my name, D-E-S-M-O-N-D. You get 25% off, and I want to invite you to join me. And if you sign up and you come on out, then maybe we'll hang out and get lunch or dinner together at some point. It's going to be a phenomenal event, and I hope you will join me. Again, it's attendthrive.com. Use the promo code Desmond, and you'll get 25% off. All right, let's talk about this. As I mentioned... I've been reading Jack Canfield's book because he's going to be at Thrive. Uh, it's called Success Principles. Of course, I've read Chicken Soup for the Soul years ago. He he wrote that as well. He also wrote a book on EFT tapping. Uh, you may want to look into it. It's uh, it's about emotional freedom technique, breakthroughs in the energy in your body, and um, through tapping, kind of pressure, like acupressure. I won't go into detail of that, but I highly recommend that book. But the Success Principles, 
principles has been phenomenal. The book is called How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. That's what he's going to talk about at Thrive. This isn't a pitch for Thrive that's over, but this book has been, it's almost like all of the books I've read over the last 30 years, kind of like a, a summary of each one, all the best parts of each one it seems like he has in this book. But he touches on a concept in this this book that right at the very front of it, that I think is central to the struggle that a lot of people, myself included, have had in, in working to improve their lives. And that is taking 100% responsibility for where you are in your life. Now, listen, I know you may have had trauma in your life. You may have had some bad things that have happened in your life. I have too. But there are some things I can control. I can't control what happens to me. I can control my reaction to them. And my reaction to what's happening to me is what is going to determine where I end up, not just physically or financially, but also emotionally, psychologically, spiritually even. I control that, and that's why it's important I take responsibility 100%, not 98, 100% responsibility for where I am in my life. And this is what holds so many people back, because as long as you can point to somebody else as being the cause of a bad situation— You completely neuter yourself. I mean, really, you completely take away all of your opportunity. You take away your responsibility, which can be freeing because when we can blame somebody else for our circumstances, we can say, well, it's not my fault. It's because so-and-so did this to me when I was younger or last week or whatever. But so you take away the responsibility. That can make you feel a little free, but you're still in the mess. Okay. But. It also takes away the opportunity that you have. Because if somebody else caused you to be where you are today, then only that person can get you to where you want to be, right? Because if they can control you, if outside forces are controlling where you are in your life, then you no longer have the ability to control where you're going. That's why this is so central to getting to that point in life where you want to be. Take 100% responsibility for where you are in your life. In fact, next week, I'm doing the special episode. My first interview, I'm interviewing somebody who's gone through addiction recovery, also works in that field now, and we dig into addiction recovery and the triggers and the, the journey that he went on, not with the idea that I'm going to help people who are dealing with addictions, but I wanted to look at it from the point of view of somebody who doesn't have any life debilitating addiction issues. I mean, we've all got things we got to work on, but nothing that's destroying our lives. It might be keeping us back, but it's not destroying our lives. So I look at it from that angle because we're all really dealing with the same things just at varying degrees. That's what it comes down to. And so here's what came out of this, understanding the 12 steps that an addict will go through. A good part of that process is exactly what I'm talking about in this episode, taking responsibility for your life, 100% responsibility for yourself. Step four in the 12 steps is uh, made a searching and fearless inventory of ourselves. We that they're, they're saying, I've gone through the twelfth step, the fourth step. I've made a searching and fearless inventory of myself. That's taking responsibility for who I am and attaching that to where I am in life. Step five is another one that, that is, and they all 
relate back to this idea, but step five in particular, uh, and when you've done that, you've admitted to yourself without reservation and to another human being the exact nature of your wrongs. Phenomenal. Look at this. Just beautiful. Can you imagine how freeing that is when you've admitted? Now, of course, that is a massive mountain in front of us, each of us. This is why I'm saying this, this journey through addiction that we're going to explore in the next episode, it's so great for anybody, even somebody who's not dealing with debilitating addiction. Imagine if you did that today. You made a searching and fearless inventory of yourself. Who am I inside? What do I think about this? How do I react to these situations? What's my response when somebody hurts me? What's inside of me and who am I? Now, obviously, uh, the AA people or the 12-step people, they know this a lot better. I, I haven't done the 12 steps. I'm just fascinated by it. But they, they've dug into this and they, they walk you through this. But what a beautiful thing. Admitting to ourselves without reservation, remember, that's that's a nice little caveat or nice little um, stipulation, and to another human being, whew, that's hard, the exact nature of our wrongs and understanding that, not, now here, this is important, not so that we can beat ourselves up, so that we can diminish our character. This is not about who we are. In fact, we're going to come out better than we were. It's about what we've done. See, our actions can change immediately. So if it comes down to just saying, here's what I've done, or here's how I've reacted emotionally, here's how I've reacted spiritually, psychologically, physically, when I've been harmed or when something's happened to me, I can change that action. But if I take responsibility to the point where I beat myself up and I change my identity and suddenly now I'm a bad person because of my actions, that's not what it's about. Because then now you got to change your character. Your character takes time to change. Your actions can be changed right now. Like this episode, just a few minutes long, right? And in that little time window, you can make the decision that you're going to, by and large, change your actions and your responses to life moving forward. Here's a little thing that maybe you can relate to that will illustrate what I'm talking about, where something happens in your life and you just have to take responsibility for it. You're finished eating. You get up from the table to take your dishes to the kitchen. And you trip over the dog who's laying right in the dining room, right on the floor. You trip, you drop the plate, it breaks, and you're just, oh, why was the dog laying right there, right there? Why would it? Well, the dog didn't know you were going to get up, but I, I mean, I've gotten upset before when the dog was laying in the living room or wherever. Not like real upset, but you just get frustrated. You're like, oh, why was the dog? Oh my gosh, I almost fell. Imagine you fell and you dropped your plate and it shattered. And now... I mean, regardless of the price of the plate, now you got to take the time to clean up all the little shards everywhere, throw it in the trash, maybe the food spilt, and you got to mop, you got to do all that stuff because the dumb dog was laying right there in the dining room. Well, <laughs> what about me? I didn't take the time to look and make sure that the path, I own a dog, I know that, I know I have a dog in my life, I need to make sure that the dog's not laying there, right? So take 100% responsibility. What, was the dog laying there the cause? Well, part of the cause. The other part was me. But I can't control where the dog lays, so I only can control what I do, the actions I take. And if I don't take accountability, take responsibility for my actions, 
then, then I can't change what's happening. I could easily change that and change where I ended up that evening, right? No more broken dishes. No 15 minutes of sweeping up and mopping up. All based on me changing. So that's what I mean. That's a good illustration of what it's like to take responsibility. Absolutely. You get upset, and if you're a jerk, you could kick the dog or, or you know, shove the dog outside or whatever. You could do that, certainly. And a lot of people would think that's normal. But it's not going to do anything to change you. What you should do is as you're sweeping that up, you think to yourself, ah, I own a dog. I need to check to make sure the dog's not laying on the floor. And so relate that to relationships with other people. I know I'm in a relationship with somebody who has uh, this type of personality where they have these type of needs. Maybe they, they need to be affirmed more often than other people. Now, they probably got positive things as well that you're grateful for. But one of the negative ones is they require affirmation from you. Well, you know you're in a relationship like that, so maybe an argument comes out about that, or maybe their feelings get hurt. Well, you can blame them for being the way they are, or you can take 100% responsibility for yourself knowing how they are, what their needs are as a person, and you could say, well, I know that they need that. I should have been conscious and intentional about affirming to them. So so this is the difference. This is what we can do. We can, we can change our actions and improve our lives. But what if, so we're talking about broken plates, we're talking about hurt feelings, no affirmation. What if you were legitimately harmed in your past? And I know, I know loved ones, I know myself, I've been legitimately harmed numerous times in my past. Well, here's the reality. Painful things are going to happen in life. We're going to have storms in life, both meteorolo- meteorological, meteor- meteorological, both both weather storms, and I always just change the word if you can't say the other one, and personal storms and, and financial storms. We're going to have those in life. We can't control that. What we can control is how prepared we are for them, right? Like if, if you don't put the shutters on when you see the hurricane, you're in the three-day three, three day cone and you're not getting the shutters out and checking to make sure that you have all of them and you know which one goes on what window. Well, right. Or what if you live in an earthquake area? I mean, you can make sure that your house is structurally sound. You can make sure you know what to do in the event of an earthquake. So you can take action beforehand to prepare yourself so you can minimize the damage from the inevitables in life. And then... You can also change your attitude about what happened, how you react to it. If you have a hurricane and it comes through or a tornado and devastates your house, you can be so attached to the things you had in life that, 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 it, that it ruins you. Even, even the loss of a loved one can ruin you. But you being ruined is only going to compound the, the, the catastrophic effect of the event. If you can pick yourself up and say, I'm, I, I mean, you can, you can re- be remorseful, you can, be, you can mourn the loss, but then get up and go forward. That's what you can control. That's why I say take 100% responsibility for where you are in life, even with the catastrophic big events. See, we, we don't want to deal with forgiving if somebody harms us because that's a short-term big pain. I mean, forgiveness in a in an area where you've really been hurt, that's painful. But so instead, what we'd rather have is, is oh, it's like having a toothache. You could go in and get the root canal done and you hate the dentist. You do not want to deal with the dentist. It's just something you're fearful of. Or you can just deal with this dull, annoying pain for years sometimes. Just go in and get the 
tooth fixed. Deal with forgiveness and get the soul fixed. Do the root canal on your soul, on your spirit, on who you are. Deal with the forgiveness. It's going to hurt. It is going to hurt, most likely. But long term, you're going to feel better. Just get it done and change. But that won't happen if you think it's the other person's fault, if you think that you're where you are because of them. Don't expect instant results either. That is a big issue. You think, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forgive them, and you think, ah, there, I'm washed, and I'm clean inside, and I've given forgiveness. Yeah, you're going to see improvement immediately, but it may not be 100%. Don't fall back after that. We do that oftentimes. We fall backwards. We're like, well, I thought my life, and I'd get to where I am. I thought my life would be better, um, and, and, and we're not immediately. So then we say it's a waste of time because it's work to do this, right? Changing is work. And if we don't get the results right away, then we want to just revert back to the couch, to what's comfortable, right? Working out is work. It's sweaty. It's, it's tough. It makes your boss body hurt, your muscles hurt. And if we don't see results in a week, then we go, that's a waste of time, going back to the couch. And we do that psychologically and emotionally and spiritually all the time. We put in the work, and then we never we don't get the results we want in the window that we want them to happen. So we head back to the spiritual, emotional, and psychological couch. Here's the beautiful thing that comes out of this. Your self-respect increases. As you take responsibility, your actions will change. And as they change, you'll think more highly of yourself and your expectations for good things in your life will increase knowing that we're responsible for ourselves. So when we see, so we know we're responsible for where we are in life. So when we start to change our actions, we know we're ultimately changing where we're going to end up, which helps us expect better things in life. And we start to feel better about ourselves. And here's the big one. We start to believe that we deserve it. That's a whole nother topic. But when you understand that you deserve to have the good things that you want in your life. See, it doesn't happen because it's like it's like laying on the go back to the laying on the couch thing. It's like laying on the couch and thinking, Well, I deserve to have a ripped set of abs. Well, you know that's not the case, and you're not going to fool your subconscious or even your conscious into believing that. But as soon as you get up and as soon as you start to do those crunches, as soon as you start to do that seven-minute workout or whatever you're doing, then you start to think, man, that's great. I deserve it. And that propels you forward. That's what happens because then you start to believe, yeah, it can happen. And then you start seeing little results here and there. Ah, that opens you up. And that, that really helps you. So I hope this helps take 100% responsibility for where you are in life. doesn't mean others haven't had an impact, but remember, your response is what matters. So take 100% responsibility for where you are in life. If you struggle with that, reach out to me, Desmond at P. Desmond Adams. Just send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Um, or if, hey, if you're going, uh, one more mention, if you're going to San Diego for Thrive, Make Money Matter, and you want to put purpose into your profits, you want to go from a for-profit company to a for-purpose company, come to Thrive, Make Money Matter, and I'd love to sit down with you at lunch, and we'll chat about this and whatever else we want to talk about. Just get to know each other. Uh, you can go to attend Thrive attendthrive.com and then make sure you use the promo code Desmond because that'll give you 25% off which I think is one of the 
if not the biggest discount you're going to get for this event. Desmond is the promo code. My name, D-E-S-M-O-N-D, at attendthrive.com. All right, so enough of that. I, I want to meet you. If nothing else, though, I want you to email me and uh, let me know if you're struggling in this area because we can walk through some of this, all right? I'd, I'd love to help you out. Thank you so much. If this episode or any of the episodes has been beneficial to you, would you please go into iTunes and leave a five-star rating and a review? Even if it's just a two- or three-word review, it is so beneficial. It helps people find this show, and hopefully this show helps people. So a five-star rating and a review in iTunes is phenomenal. Or if you're on the Google Play Music using that, uh, you can do a rating and review there on Stitcher, wherever. Thank you so much. I love being able to do this and talk about this with you. Next week, remember the next episode. Big, epic episode. Epic episode. Uh, We're going to be talking to uh, somebody who's gone through addiction recovery, and we're going to see what we can learn from that, even those of us who aren't going through any sort of big life-altering addictions. All right? That's the next episode, so make sure you tell a friend and uh, you're, you're subscribed so you get it. All right? Thank you so much. I do appreciate you, and may, of course, as always, your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 